are, episode number five, In a Pickle with Kat and Jamie. And I think Kat just took a bite. So yeah. she's going to join us momentarily. <laughs> uh, we're really happy, really excited uh, this afternoon um, to, to bring you the, new, the, the Newmans. Um, I couldn't believe it when they said yes. So seriously, um, thank you both so much. Yeah. And not only are we here with the Newmans, but our studio wasn't available uh, this 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 month, so we're actually in my dining room uh, with the Newmans. So this is a little weird. If I freak out and ask for autographs in the middle of this, uh, forgive me, you guys. It's but okay. As long as you feed us yummy snacks, we'll yeah. do autographs. Cat is awesome about the snacks. No, so thank you for having us. Yeah. We got the beautiful lake view, so we are in a yeah. good spot. So thank Great. you for having yeah, us. Yeah, I showed up late, sorry, from a pickleball tournament, and they're like, the Newmans are out at the lake. That's a good excuse. You're at a It tournament. was like a dream come true. I just show up at a house, and there's professional pickleball players here. Right, right. <laughs> One of these days we'll have some courts out there and just show up. We'll be playing pickleball and you can uh, jump in. Exactly. Next yeah. year, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yes. That's the plan. Uh, so what brings you to town? We'll start with that. Yeah. So Riley and I were actually teaching a level up camp in Palm Desert when we met Susie Burton. Um, and she thought it would be a good idea for us to come out here and do some clinics and play with the pro type of classes. So um she worked her tail off to make it happen. We sold out of every single class and session we're doing. Um, so we actually just came right from the U.S. Open. We just got off the plane maybe a couple hours ago and uh, decided to come here and have fun with you guys. And then we're going to do the clinics um, pretty much all day Monday and then half of the day Tuesday. And then we fly back home on Tuesday. Back home and home's Arizona. Arizona, yeah. yeah. Yeah, anytime you trek out east coast to Florida, you're gonna want to try and either do a couple teachings, you know, before you head back home on the west coast to make it all worthwhile. Um, so we're happy to be in Kansas City. We love it here. Yeah. Yeah, we're really excited to have you. Have you guys and ever been here? So I actually yeah. played a collegiate uh, tennis match against UMKC oh, okay. back in the day. It's the City of Waterfalls. Is that what they say, or City of Fountains? City of Fountains. City of Fountains. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I've never played against uh, UMKC. Um, I believe I lost that match. We're going to not talk about it, <laughs> but uh, I, I do love this town and we're just happy to be here. And actually, um, we have a good friend, really good supporter of ours named Michael Porter. Um, and he actually hosted us for a tournament. What was it like two years ago? 2018? Two or three years ago. Um, and we actually ended up winning that tournament, both doubles and mixed doubles. So um, that was the last time we were here. What was it? The and, MoCon um, Classic? The MoCon Classic, I it think it was. back in the day. Yeah. It, was in a, it was in like a... A gymnasium type of thing. <gasps> we had to see arena. Kansas City. I think so. It was, it was it? snowing. It was like, I think January or February. Yeah. We were just, you know, doing nothing that weekend. We we're like, hey, Lindsay, want to do a pickleball tournament in Kansas City? And we're yeah. just thinking, hey, if make a couple My, hundred yeah, bucks and, and say hi to our friend Michael, let's do it. Yeah. So, so good times in Missouri for sure. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That is yeah, really super cool. Super exciting. Pat went to UMKC, right? That's where he played tennis? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Smith, we just had on last month, he played D1 tennis for them. And then where were you? There's a couple so, more people coming up through UMKC to keep yeah. an eye on, I think, too. So. so we actually both played for Seattle U. Lindsay graduated in 2013, and I graduated in 2015. We both played two years of tennis there. So I'm wondering if potentially I was before or after Pat. Because uh, um, I don't remember playing him, because I would remember the German, like, yeah. come ons, yeah. or <laughs> some sort of outbreak in German, because right. he just did it to me yesterday. Um, but I don't believe he, I, we played against each other. He's, old he's older you than you. Yeah, yeah I, was, I, was I won't thinking, say his age on the air, but um, he's older I'm than you guys. I'm 30. Yeah, I'm 27. Yeah. Okay. So he's a, a little bit older, so. Oh, is he? Yeah. You guys mm -hmm. might not have overlapped. Okay. His German genes. Yeah. And the arm sleeve. I probably would have noticed that back in the college days, too. That We learned from him that he picked that up in college because his shoulder bothered him, and they wore collared shirts uh, and he hated it and but 
just rolling roll that up, sleeve huh? up, took a little pressure off. Uh, it just felt better, and he's wow. gone. Wow. gone I think that was just since. an excuse to show off his, show off his bicep muscles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There is that. I'm calling his bluff on that one. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you guys are from the Northwest, right? Yep. I read yep. that you grew up on an island. Can yeah. you explain that? Is that common out there? I know there's a lot of islands. Yeah, yeah. So we actually grew up on Whidbey Island, um, specifically South Whidbey. Um, it's about uh, like an hour-ish north of Seattle. Um, and it's a really, really small island. We had one fast food restaurant, which was Dairy Queen, hence our total obsession with Dairy I've Queen. I've heard about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, we had a bowling alley until that shut down. We had one movie theater, a couple stoplights, like really, really small town um, feeling. And it was a lot of fun. We went to our uh, middle school and high school and played a ton of sports and, and uh, grew up um, at, our, at our house with a bunch of siblings and so um, would multiple just, yeah. islands go to the same school, or was it big enough that like everyone that went to your school was from the same island? Yeah, everyone that was on the Whidbey Island, there was like I think three different high schools on that island. Okay, so it was really big. It was it was a fairly bigger island uh, on the south part of the island that where we grew up. You went to school with the same like 150 kids from kindergarten all the way up to 12th grade. So you you built those relationships, cool. but. You know, coming, I think, you know, pickleball was invented on Bainbridge Island. Right. We're 30 minutes away from that. Uh, I so was I think, just listening to that mm-hmm. at the U.S. Open. I'm talking about the people that came yeah. up with it and just tossed around rule ideas. I was like imagining it's not far from you guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. Super close. I feel like it's got to be one of those days where hopefully we get out to the original court on Bainbridge Island. Yeah. One of our sisters actually lives uh, out there in that area. Okay. Um, so it's got to be destined for us to see it. Uh, but Seattle's a great spot in the summertime. We're heading there this summer. We'll play in a, a tournament out there and do some, some coaching. But uh, cool. Seattle's a really good spot for sure. Hello, this is Jeremy, audio engineer for Anna Pickle. On Sunday, August 29th, Chicken and Pickle Wichita will be hosting the third annual pickleball tournament to benefit the Wichita Cancer Foundation. The tournament takes place from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. and includes both competitive and recreational brackets. Lucy Kovalova and Matt Wright will be the special guests. Get to Wichita and support this great cause. Now, back to In a Pickle. How'd you get into tennis? We'll get to the, when did you get into pickleball, but how did you get into tennis and become, you know, tennis athletes? It's a good question, because, you know, our parents really didn't play, you know, high-level tennis or high-level really any sports, to be honest. So we don't know where we got our athletic Mm -hmm. genes, but uh, (laughs) Lindsay and I were definitely kind of sparring partners growing up. So whether it was basketball, baseball, softball, tennis, Lindsay and I would kind of go at it. You know, I I would have a little tamper tantrum. You know, I would throw balls at her. I would throw my racket at her. I was really, really mad rocks, when I lost. for sure. <laughs> I don't know about rocks. I don't yeah, know about that. Rocks. That's going a little See, too far. that makes the U.S. Open seem easy. Yeah, I mean, right. Throwing <laughs> rocks at you. But I think tennis we just got into just at a young age, just playing. Um, we actually have two older sisters, too. So our parent, like Riley was saying, our parents were really never, like, the most valuable players on the team, but they were athletic in a sense that they played a lot of sports, and I think they kind of wanted that for us and that, that competitive – um, you know, how all the good things that sports can, can do and build character and all that stuff. So because we had two older sisters, you know, they brought them out to, you know, the tennis court or the baseball field or the softball field or whatever. And it just kind of kept going when Riley and I were able to start walking or crawling. They brought us out too. And 
we just really never left the court. They just kind of threw the <laughs> balls and the rackets on the court and just like, have fun. You guys yeah. get after it. We'll watch to make sure there's no real fist fighting. <laughs> right. Um, but no, it's a good time. Are you I two the closest? Oh, sorry. My kiddos, you know, my yeah. second one, like he gets drugged to everything my first one does. So from the get go, exactly. he's seen so many sports and just yeah. been exposed Same from a us. very young age. Yep. Yeah. That exactly. helps with almost every. Mm-hmm strong athlete you hear about yeah i think after sure. school i'd be somewhere in the gymnasium you know either watching my sister's volleyball games mm-hmm. or you know at a basketball game rather but i think there was only like one or two times i actually remember going home from school and just being home from like three mm-hmm. to eight o'clock there was i was always going somewhere to watch them yeah. or uh, go to a practice or anything but that's how we liked it with a big family of just pickleball parents listen up <laughs> this is where to take your kids yeah <laughs> totally so there's seven of you right mm-hmm. you have five other siblings are you two the closest in age to I mean to one another are you two um so yeah there is seven siblings and we're each about two to three years apart oh okay and it's very evenly spaced yeah Mm -hmm. um competitively wise we're definitely probably the closest in like that you know gut determination you know the competitiveness I think we're probably the most similar in that aspect but um you know we have a couple younger siblings who are pickleball athletes and we have a younger brother who's really getting into the sport as well so um, especially maybe you're training your sister. Is that right? I'm um, not really training. I mean, she'll <laughs> play a couple of tournaments here and there when, yeah. you know, uh, when she can, but my brother, our brother, Cody, who is 20, mm-hmm. yeah, 20? Be, yeah, he's 20. Um, he's just like Riley, pretty big, pretty strong, really quick. And, uh, he's slowly getting into the sport. And if, you know, if you really put the effort in, he could be really, really we good. Could see a so. Johns versus Newman's yeah. gold medal pickleball oh, match sure. coming up. I could see it. Yeah. yeah that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So more Newman's on the horizon. Yes, absolutely. For mm-hmm. sure. But yeah. they definitely like to come watch and support us. Mm-hmm. Uh, they usually try and come to three or four tournaments a year. They'll definitely, you know, you you'll know, hear stay, them. You'll, they'll <laughs> stay in our hotel rooms, you know, uh, they'll d- mooch off of us. Um, but they like are any definitely big loud family shit. Yeah. 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 What's on one more in there? Or, just yeah. throw them in. Exactly. In. Sardines. Mm-hmm. So you play together. You're the most competitive with yeah. one another growing up. Mm-hmm. How does that work on the court when things are going well or when things aren't going well? Coming off of a um, silver medal, uh, at the U.S. Open mixed doubles, um, and you you finished third in men's doubles. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. And where were you, Lindsay? You were. I think I got fifth. Fifth in women's in doubles. Women's yep. doubles. Yeah. Yep. So nice job. I got Thanks. to watch Amazing. a bit of it. Yeah, a bit of it this weekend. <laughs> um, but to go back to my question, pretty competitive growing up. How do you work it out as adults on the? And I'm sure you've gotten this question before, but. Give because a, give there's no team something. like you two. I yeah. mean, we just all watch you move. And like yeah. it's like you know what the other one's going to do. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's definitely been several times where, uh, you know, a painful loss. There'll be no uh, speaking in the car ride home. You know, we'll go an hour of no talking. You know, who's going to make the first move? Who's going to talk first? We're just so mad about how we played. Um, you know, but all kidding aside, when push comes to shove, I know that she'll kind of rise up in those big moments and, sh- and hopefully she'll think the same for me. Um, I know some people, they like to uh, see on TV where we're sitting away from each other at timeouts. That's a big <laughs> thing. Oh, you guys never sit next to each other. It's usually because we are both thinking the same thing. We don't really need to be talking too much on the court. You know, if I move left, she'll move right. Uh, it's, it's great having that chemistry where I, I always know where Lindsay will be on the court. Yeah, yeah I think guys, I mean, we always see that trust. Yeah, mm-hmm. and sure. I think even this this U.S. Open, there were a few times where the matches were getting kind of tough. We had a couple 
couple matches where we went into three games super, super close. And, you know, those are the times where you might see us, you know, give the other person an, an eye roll or a kind of a look like, why the heck did you just miss that super easy ball? Stare or down, uh, a know. stare down or maybe a, a paddle. Yeah, yeah, like a, a paddle tap on the behind to kind of bump him up a little bit. But, um, you know, we try to try really hard to kind of save the fighting to the, you know, to the hotel or the hot tub later. We try not to show it on the court, even though I believe it did come out a couple times uh, in our semifinal match. But um, like Riley said, you know, it's we feel so honored and privileged to be able to play with each other. And, you know, the fact that we have this kind of unspeakable bond of knowing kind of what the other person is going to do before they do it and being able to then make our next move, I think, is a big advantage for us. Um, and obviously not a lot of other teams have that. So we are very lucky for sure. Even like bouncing off a fence. Oh, <laughs> you saw Man, that. Cleaning a fence. I just the got asked to move. autograph a fence last week. So that was the first time That's for me. That's fantastic. Uh, That's that was, like probably one of the single best points, if not the single best pickleball point I have ever witnessed. Like, wow. and I happened to be watching that at that that, that, that match stream. No, it was yeah. yeah well, that was and our awesome. podcast is about drawing people to pickleball, and pickleball's new and growing. And I feel like you two are just so fun to watch because something crazy happens <laughs> that not even the other team had any idea was going to happen, and it's different than a lot of teams. So it just it makes yeah. it exciting to watch the match. It's not predictable. <laughs> yeah, well, I remember In when we way. were first starting, we were told, I mean, all the things that maybe other people were told too, which was don't use a two-handed backhand, um, you know, don't drive the ball, don't do all this stuff. And we kind of looked at each other and said, screw it, we're going to play how we want to play. And people are either going to like it or they're not. And either way, we don't really care. So um, I think we've kind of held true to the, the fact that we're going to play how we want to play. Your and for us, yeah, we, we've kind of... I think carve the path a little bit for um, some other athletes that maybe don't want to play the conventional way of pickleball. And, <laughs> and we like that. We find it very, very flattering that people like watching us. And, you know, we're just trying to go out there and win matches. And if that means climbing a fence or, uh, you know, screaming at each other to let a ball go out or whatever the whatever it is, we're just really happy that people are supporting us and we're having such a fun time. And I might be the most boring person in the room because I love to watch you guys play. I just love to watch your resets. Your ability oh. to reset a ball is just oh, mind blowing. Which yeah is probably oh, the least Smith exciting. Patrick told us you guys are annoying. Oh, yeah. 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 oh, did he? Comes back. Oh, yeah. it was a compliment. Yeah. Okay, because yeah. we were going like, to call him Simone. annoying too. I was like, what? <laughs> because things that were a put away are not a put away. So yeah. it's and that's, a compliment. And that's hopefully it's a compliment. That, I mean, that's kind of coming from our tennis roots too. Was just getting one more ball back. Right. And that's, I feel like opponents, they hate it because it just keeps coming back and they're going to get frustrated. They're going to go for too much. And then that's when we're going to have the mistakes happen. Uh, we definitely play in a lot of defensive points and a lot of defensive rallies. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're trying to hopefully get away from that a little bit because uh, mm-hmm. our legs are getting a little tired towards the end of the matches mm-hmm. at the end of the, end of the long tournament days. But um, we are simply put that not any match is going to go with an easy win against us. I mean, we're going to give it all our all. Our all. Uh, we're gonna go uh, super uh, super tough on the court. You know, a lot of a lot of mixed doubles teams. They have the girl on that forehand side. Yep. You know, dinking cross court. 
Yep. Lindsay's, I think, has like the best Ernie in the game. So if we put, you know, Lindsay f straight ahead with the girl, now if they're trying to dink with her, you know, Lindsay's going to do the Ernie. So we're always that trying to. Just you know, happened in a tournament. Mm -hmm. My partner was getting it, and I was like, mm -hmm. why didn't I tell her? Just try yeah. it. Mm -hmm. Just try it. Just, yeah. Who cares? Like, it's better than 50 dinks in a row. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And, and Lindsay can read those shots really well. Then if she doesn't get it, you know, I just slide over to the middle and we can take it. But just putting added pressure on your opponents right. is. Because really, if you're really taking helpful. all the shots, you need a break. Just yeah. try something different. Yeah. And and Riley is good enough where I can have almost two feet off the court and somehow we're still in points and in still point, win most yeah. of those points. So that's where I consider myself lucky that I can have, you know, one foot off the court kind of straddling the sideline and Riley's covering the other 97% of the court and we do and pretty well. And how do you describe how you hold the paddle? Is it Western? So I think it's technically it called semi-Western semi -Western. is how they properly do call it. Do you do that too? No, I'm not so much. No, okay. no, no, no. He has a way. He's right, way like over. smack down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like a pancake but need kind the of group. Other hand yeah. here. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I think uh, you know. I think we tried having that continental grip. Uh, you know, that continental. Like, Everyone's hold it, you hammer her. Shake you know, shake hands, hands with the and the hammer. <laughs> I just have never really felt comfortable coming from a tense background with mm -hmm. it. Um, so we've just stuck with it. Um, but, yeah, we okay. like it. I think it allows us to get some good rolls on our shots, mm -hmm. some good topspin. Mm -hmm. um, and like Riley said, it just did not feel right for us. We were told a million times to switch. And again, that was just another time where our, our hard-headedness and stubbornness um, kind of kicked in. And we thought, nah, let's do our own thing. So we just, the same way how we would hold a tennis racket, we now hold a pickleball paddle. and It's great for our um, two-handed backhand uh, yeah. pickleball, too. Yeah, so it's the, same, sure. it's the same grip the whole time. Yep. So it's easy. It's almost like you're left-handed. Yeah, mm -hmm. pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, people that with, sit on that backhand. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. It throws people off because you're like, no, they're right-handed. So yeah. So hit to their backhand. Yeah. Make pickleball players think a little bit more. Right. Yeah. So you talked about you know doing things a little bit um, unconventionally. Um, where's the game going to be? So you talked about you know the, 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 we buck the tradition a little bit, or you two buck the tradition a little bit, Use coming in staying with uh you know tennis grips basically mm -hmm. um what's next for pickleball in two years five years i mean we we all know you hear it said you know fastest growing sport in the united states rapidly evolving rapid mm -hmm. yeah exactly rules are you know changing here and there what's what's next for the game and what's needed uh, what's just pick one thing i mean i think my yeah. one thing i think at the professional level i think you're going to see more tennis players outside that top 200 in the world are going to start coming over more to pickleball simply because you can make more money playing mm -hmm. pickleball. If you're outside the top 200, even 150 in tennis, you're really not making a lot. And it's and tennis is hard on your body. Pickleball is a little less, you know, shorter court. I, I think you're going to see these 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six guys with big wingspans are going to start playing pickleball. You're not going to be able to hit a drop because they're just going to take everything out of the air. Uh, but I think you're going to see more and more of that, just these tall, lanky, you know, European guys start to come over and play some pickleball at the professional level. Uh, Andre yeah. comes to yeah, mm -hmm. right off the top of the bat. Jay like, Pat, yeah. good Jay, example. Yep, yep. Yeah, I think Someone you really just posted about that. You know, big guy, tennis guy, mm -hmm. something like that. So I bet quick that's hands from tennis. Yeah, yeah. Right. I think to to really grow the sport too. I think we need to do a better job of having it on TV. I think a lot of times, you know, even at these tournaments, the streaming maybe isn't uh, quite there all the way, and it's hard to really get into a sport. We don't really know the the uh, I guess like the capability uh, that it can progress you know like that you can see so you know when we were growing up we would watch you know professional tennis matches and we we're like oh my gosh that's so cool we would love to do that that's so amazing oh my gosh and that would inspire us so I think if pickleball was on tv or at least 
was able to be broadcast a little bit more in a wider variety, I think that would help, especially like the younger generation, see how cool it is and how, you know, pickleball players are really athletes. And um, I think that would even help grow it a little bit more. I noticed one thing I would like to see is more of the shot from the side, because sometimes when Mm -hmm. you see the back of the court, it looks slow. Yeah. And it's not slow. Mm -hmm. You guys are rapid fire, but just because the length is so much longer, it looks like the ball's not going. So I like to see that side view where it's just, you know, sort of a speed up, you know, yeah. like mm-hmm. a pinball machine, and then it goes back down. <laughs> well, and people will tell us all the time, too, like, wow, we see you guys on TV, and, and that was cool, but we saw you in person. It is way, way better, different. way faster, way, way cool. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, yeah, like you were saying, I think it's, yeah. just and Getting that side angle, too, like yeah. you're seeing all the spin from the dinks that you don't really get from that back angle. So having that side angle, even adding like a little bit more audio, Potentially with pickleball, you know, hearing the sound um, with the paddle sounds. I think that's really exciting. Um, having that side angle, then you can see all those fast volley exchanges. And I think that's And there's cool. some of that, I feel like, with mm-hmm. the APP, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with um, Live with Lauren, that crew. Yeah. They get more of that going yeah, sometimes. And I think on YouTube, you can if you do the YouTube feed, you can see they'll mm-hmm. they'll Switch do a little stream. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh-huh. There's a guy named Carl Schmidt from Oregon who's actually, he will put like this little camera kind of in the net and it'll oh, actually yeah. kind of like show. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm inspired. Yeah, Isn't no, it, this guy's the stud totally. He, and it's, he gets all of these like 360 angles and views and it's super, it super cam, cool. The net cam. It, yeah. And really? he's really doing work. What's he streaming from? Certain local tournaments uh, up Just there? tournaments. Yeah. yeah. I, I think, think it's, he's pro yeah. pickleball. It's, oh, okay. Uh, it's on it's Facebook, Pro Pickleball, yeah. um, and he's starting to do some some streaming at some of this, the the West Coast tournaments. Yeah. He has okay. some really cool things up his sleeve. So, Catherine, um, we got to get on that. Yeah, yeah. I that know. Really cool. It's mm-hmm. very impressive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we I have a buddy who um, this is a shout out to Kevin who has a, a drone and has been doing some drone footage over mm-hmm. the matches, and I really like that that view as well. So yeah, yeah get all of these together. And, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think there's some really cool things that could still be in the works to make pickleball even more attractive and appealing to people right, who maybe haven't heard of it or played or, yeah exactly <laughs> you yep. can see their faces you know yeah exactly and the spiraling i saw one drone footage it was zane and ben playing singles and it was just amazing to watch ben just twirling around you know yeah because yeah. the drone was circling him too it just gave you a better feel of the court yeah what they were doing how difficult it was because they make it look everyone yeah. all of you make it look easy but yeah. it's not yeah <laughs> definitely <laughs> All right, so this is a topic that Kat knows where I'm going to go with this one. I bring it up all the time. We haven't had any um, PPA guests on uh, before, and Riley, you are signed with PPA. Why? Why did you sign? So, uh, you know, it, it made it made a lot of sense for me. Um, Lindsay and I, we actually are um, teaching for Level Up Pickleball, so mm-hmm. we're doing about 20 camps. Lindsay's doing about 15 with my 20 head pro camps, um, and then I do about 15 PPA tournaments, it seemed like the right balance with level up teaching, and then my 15 tournaments, that I was like, that's a good healthy amount for the year. Um, you know, I get a little appearance fee every time I go to the PPA tournament, so that made sense. You're walking in there, you get a little cash to start, and then obviously it made sense too with PPA. It's very good with ESPN3 broadcasting, so hopefully I have a bigger uh, expand with the, the, the brand. Um, I know Selkirk, they're a partner with the PPA and we're sponsored by Selkirk. So it just a lot, it made a lot of sense that their uh, tournaments are on the West Coast. That's where I'm from. Didn't have to it's travel too far. It's all, it, it all made sense where uh, it wasn't a super difficult decision on my end from that. So, and, and, so, and the opposite side of the coin, mm-hmm. all those things are true for you and you didn't sign. 
Well, so I actually, I was, I believe, ranked high enough um, when I was seven and a half months pregnant to get the, the I guess, offering or the, the signage or whatever contract. Um, and then they ha- ended up having one or two more tournaments. Um, one, the same week, and I went into labor. So I ended up losing my ranking. Oh. So I was technically not offered the contract. Because um, every every tournament, they use these ranking right. points, yeah. and you just have to keep building it. If you miss a tournament, then you're losing out on those ranking points. Yeah. Um, I, I understand Riley's viewpoint on this. This is one of the times where um, I think maybe we each felt a different opinion on the subject. Mm-hmm. Um, so... That was Riley's decision, and I totally get it, and I know other pros signed it too. Um, I don't know if I would have signed it if I was offered it, but I get why other pros signed it for sure. I mean, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I mean, I think another point Riley missed, because we talked about this a lot, um, was just the fact that, you know, pickleball players really aren't making a whole lot of money. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's another way pickleball can grow, especially at the professional level, is offering more money. I know Riley and I just got silver at the – the U.S. Open, and we will take home $1,500 each. And um, as much as other people might think that's a lot of money, it really isn't a whole lot of money. When you travel. Um, yeah. I mean, better than nothing. We're super grateful. But um, I think, and you know, know, at a major tournament. At a major one the, tournament. One, one of the biggest tournaments yeah. of the year. Yeah, your costs have to be 15. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine. We were talking know. that a lot of people probably are losing money going to tournaments like that. And and like Riley was saying, kind of with the PPA and the contract, the fact that he can kind of show up and be guaranteed money and not have to battle all day or all weekend to make the money and all the you know added pressure and, and stress that goes with tournament and winning and you know trying to make your sponsors happy by being on the podium and winning. And I think that was just a huge bonus that it just took a little pressure off mm-hmm. um, the player. He could mm-hmm. maybe battle it out without being so focused on like winning, winning, winning just because – he at least has a little bit of money in his pocket when he leaves mm-hmm. the tournament. Right, so. right, right, right. Um, what yeah. was I going to ask, Kat? Read my mind. I don't know. <laughs> I will say um, that does seem to be the argument some people make is that they can set their schedule better. Mm-hmm. You know, one person mentioned if they had removed that clause about other tournaments, you know, they might have been more likely to sign it just because that limited their ability maybe if they wanted to to go to multiple other tournaments, which mm-hmm. which also would be a source of income because, you know, to try and do something professionally, you want to make a living and maybe then some because you can't do this for 40 years, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. It's not like a day job where, yeah, you can go 40 years. So, yeah. I mean, pickleball you can, but, yeah. you know, the money drops off at, what, 50, it seems like. Mm-hmm. The senior pros don't make as much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think it was the adding the tours together. I think, and I think there's one player. I think Steve Deacon from Canada. I think he's playing cl- close to 30 tournaments this year with the PPA and the APP. For me, I think that's a little bit too much. <laughs> yeah, um, he's like Steve is a beast. He's a warrior. Players. He's a yeah, warrior. He's like 40 um, machine. And that's why you know another reason why I signed the PPA. Now I got 15 tournaments. I'm good. I can do my teaching, and that's a healthy amount. Anything really above kind of that 15 to 17, 18 mark, I think it's just. It's a little. It's a little much for a year of, of playing. It's, it's almost like every other weekend you're going somewhere. So that was my question. Yeah, yeah you both just nailed it. it was like, mm-hmm. okay, sixty. Are you going to play? I mean, obviously, you played. You're going to play your four outside the, mm-hmm. the PPA, and right. and then that's about it. Right. Yeah. You'll yeah. do like you know the U.S. Open Nationals, then two others. Lindsay and I know 
we're hosting a uh, Arizona Open tournament in November. We're co-hosting that one. Ooh, uh, okay. So that'll be that'll be a fun time. I'm to come down. If, if you yes. want some Dairy Queen, come out uh, to Arizona. <laughs> but take, we aren't buying. Take the clinic. Um, no, but yeah, that, Fe- that'll be Phoenix one of them. area. Uh, yeah, it's in Phoenix. Yeah. I think Mesa, Arizona. Yeah. Tony, I think, this I think, is for you. Yeah, I'm, I'm coming think, to visit you, buddy. <laughs> I think uh, we were actually talking about this on the way here. Uh, we were kind of trying to figure out 2022 schedules just because people commit to partners so early and it's kind of nice to have our schedules and we both kind of said how even this year it's not even halfway over and we're um you know feeling the tournament burn a little bit and we're thinking next year we're going to try to maybe cut the tournaments down a little bit and do more teaching um we typically have way more fun we get to meet so many awesome new people and um, we get to travel a lot and it's just way less stressful and easier on the body so Mm -hmm. um as much as we absolutely love playing tournaments and competing um, that'll never change, but I think next year we're going to try to for sure do some more teaching. Mm-hmm, that's right. Yeah. Definitely, because I feel like um, to balance those two, you know, some people teach a lot, a big percentage, and mm-hmm. some teach not much, but that balance seems nice to me because you're going to be able to connect with people, grow pickleball, and, mm-hmm. you know, for me, doing this podcast, whenever we see people we've met now, it's like, come on, yeah. you know, right. we just love you. So, yeah. like, if you guys go around lots of places, meet people, talk to them, not just show them what you can do. It's just mm-hmm. a different connection. For and sure. we here in Kansas City feel that way about Pat Mahomes, you know. Yeah. We love him. Yeah, mm-hmm. He lives here now. He's committed. And it's mm-hmm. like, that's a connection. That That's why we love the Chiefs. It's not just because they can throw a ball, though he's good at it. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's that yeah. other connection that exists too. Right. And I think, you know, Lindsay and I, you were talking about the Newport Beach, you know, climbing off the fence to get a ball. Lindsay and I, we've taught there, I think, two separate times in Newport Beach. And now we've got that following. We've built the connections mm-hmm. where when we played that gold medal match, sorry, Ben and Simone, but we were definitely the crowd favorites. There's, <laughs> there's, no, there's no question about it. West Coast. Um, yeah. Because West Coast. all those people we taught, they were in the stands cheering for us. So that was right. super cool. And hopefully we can do that more across the country of just teaching and growing that uh, brand. And I well, think you guys, right, Nationals 20, was it 18 or 19, you talked about that connection. Because there is just mm-hmm. an energy when you feel the crowd on your side. And it happens yeah. a lot in pickleball where... Mm-hmm. Yeah. For whatever reason, they're just rooting for somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think th- I think that's what's so fun about pickleball too is it's so easy, especially if you're a pickleball player, to get into matches even if you're not in the match yourself. It's just fun to watch and cheer on your favorite athletes or players. And um, I think most of the time we have a decent amount of fans that we are so appreciative for. But like Riley was saying, it's so cool that we can go to these different places um, – and then, you know, leave and maybe a month or two later, see these people at tournaments and, and just, they remember you and they say hi. And it's just kind of like old friends again, I guess. And then they get surprised that Lindsay and I, we show up to the three, five courts and they're watching them at tournaments. And they're like, Riley, Lindsay, why are you guys watching us? Because we've already, we saw you last month. We want to see if you're learning, if you're yeah. applying those, <laughs> that's applying those yeah. things. Yeah. Or will we see you next month? When yeah. We're here doing this yeah. yeah. So you're going to go do some laps. Exactly. Right. Exactly. We have I to see, see the coach there. I know how those yeah. coaches yeah. are. Yeah. So you brought up, uh, you brought up, playing against Ben and Simone. Um, and I wasn't going to ask this question, but now, I, like, how annoying are they? Oh, <laughs> golly, they're very annoying. Uh, it, it's tough, too, because, you know, most teams, they'll have a little bit of weakness. You can kind of see it in every pro team. They'll have a slight weakness. With uh, with that particular team, there's really not a, a weakness there. you got to play your best. Uh, I remember at Newport, we took them to three games. We were close. We had them. 
we've almost got to play close to perfect uh, for, for us to have a chance. And then we got to really just execute on those high pressure points. Um, they're just very, yeah. very tough. No weakness. And they play well. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's fun to have the team that is better than you, though. And because um, it allows us to really put forth that effort and it gives us extra motivation to to keep battling and to train extra hard on the off days and all that good stuff. So we like it. We like the, the, the battles we have with them and every other team we play against, honestly. And oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah one of these days, mark our words, it oh, will happen. Mm-hmm. Last night I sat in my living yeah. room and watched, watched, you know, Catherine and, and Callie, mm-hmm. you know, finally get, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. finally get past yeah. Simone and Lucy. And yeah. so it's like, a, I, and, and, I wasn't even going to watch it because I'm like, I know the outcome, you know, I know yeah. the outcome. And then mm-hmm. I, I watch like, Whoa, yeah. Whoa, this it's, is, it's yeah. fun to see some new blood. It's fun to see some new players on the podium. And, you know, like Riley was kind of saying earlier with these new tennis players or, and younger players coming in, it's just this, the pickleball is just going to absolutely explode with these unbelievable athletes more than it already is. And that's what will make it really, really fun. A, a, a couple of our past guests have said, you know, like, in the past, I used to just show up, play my pickleball, and and now like people are working, like they're mm-hmm. working out, they're you know doing strength and conditioning, they're watching their diet. Have you noticed that? Are you a part of that? Like what to keep you at this high level? You talked about you know potential tennis players coming up. But what what do you do to to make sure you stay at the level where you are, or or to improve to catch you know Ben and Simone? Yeah, I think or, when we first started, we definitely weren't training or we weren't really putting a lot of time in. Uh, but then once we've kind of started making a little name for ourselves, I know this past year, um, I kind of quit. I was used to referee college basketball. Actually, I'm not really doing that much anymore. I've really focused all on pickleball. So. Even like a week before the U.S. Open, two weeks before, I was doing, you know, two-a-days. I was doing sprints after practice sessions. I've completely, fully committed. I'm trying to eat better. Uh, I still eat my large mm-hmm. pizza from Domino's once in a while. <laughs> hey, Domino's, please sponsor me. Um, <laughs> but uh, eating, I'm trying to eat better. I'm getting more sleep, but I'm really, really training as hard as I can because when those moments happen, I want to be able to uh, trust my training and know that in the big moments, I've worked for that and that I will deserve the victory in the end. You sound, dare I say, you sound like a professional athlete. Yeah, yeah. I, I've, been, I've been training for it. Yeah, I will be brutally honest and say that um, I am not as, um, I guess, train obsessed as Riley is. I'm going to, I have a six month old at home and it's just not as easy as I would like to go out and, you know, drill or train for a couple hours. I try my best to work out. Um, whether that's a bike ride or a walk or I love lifting weights um, or even just doing lessons and then drilling after for an hour is kind of more up my alley. Um, but yeah, like Riley said, we are trying to eat healthier and you know work out as much as we can and uh, just because we want to be in those high pressure points and we've always felt that you know pre- pressure is privilege and, and we want to be in those good rallies and good points and good matches. So um, if it takes, you know, working out extra hard or extra long, then that's what we're going to do. And I think a common question is, uh, you know, how often do you play or how often do you practice? People will be surprised when, you know, Lindsay and I will tell them, you know, only once or twice a week is actually we'll play. You know, a lot of people will go on the court every single day. They'll play for two, three, four hours and they're not really benefiting or they're not getting a lot out of those uh, hours in the day. And Lindsay and I have found that if we play twice a week and we go hard for those two hours, 
and we're putting everything in on every single point that that's going to be more valuable in the end than rather than just going and playing every day with, you know, yeah. Joe or Kelly down the street where you're just kind of messing around. So we found that, you know, two times a week and then we'll play our tournaments is just that happy medium. That's so, yeah. It's also nice too. Cause you know, as much as we love pickleball, we also have other things going on in our lives that we love doing too. Um, so, you know, we don't want to get burnt out of pickleball. It's, you know, for most people, it's probably not a thing. Um, but I think for us, you know, eventually could be. So we were just, like Riley said, trying to find that happy balance of lots of pickleball, but also lots of family time and friend time and, you know, other fun activity time. So, yeah. Well, you too have that innate benefit of being around your partner, you know, yeah. so many people are coming from multiple countries or states even, mm-hmm. you know, so mm-hmm. maybe the way they train is different, but just having that connection and that chance to practice with who you're playing the tournament with, I think like with Jay and Pat, similar thing, you know, Mm -hmm. they live in the same city and they have that connection too. They don't have to play all the time, Yeah. but I agree. You're not going to get better just playing. You need to drill, get in shape, Mm -hmm. eat right. That's my favorite person to play against is that guy or gal who, Mm -hmm. Oh, I play five times a week and and you're still a three, five (laughs) every ball from the, every ball. And never learns. Never, never, never learns. Plays the same way. You know, lobs from the baseline. Sorry. Lobberts from the baseline doesn't work. Uh, (laughs) Not against these two. (laughs) Um, But no, every time we go on the court, I'm always trying to work on something that'll hopefully benefit me in in some way or fashion. Um, And we actually do a thing where, you know, a lot of times people will go out and just play, you know, quote unquote for fun and Riley and I will actually put little little bets on our games to make it more competitive. And you would you would not believe the amount of pressure and like Raises the intensity, level of intensity if you sure. bet a dollar on a game. Um, yeah. Maybe that's just for Riley and I, but even just putting a dollar or a seventy nine like cent McDonald's cone on we a game. Just, we never I'm just telling play for you, fun. never, never. Yeah, I'm even telling you, it's Queen like, Blizzard, folks. That's, oh, that's a lot. That's the like pinnacle. five bucks. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be a really good game for something like that. Yeah, yeah. But there's always but, something that that creates that tournament feel because yeah. people get nervous in tournaments and they're like, Riley, I'm so nervous. I don't know what to do. I'm 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 tight. And if you practice, you know, and putting those you know points. bets in those practice moments. You play for something. Now you're in that tournament atmosphere. You're, you're comfortable with it. You're used to it. And then you can hopefully perform better. So, yeah. I do think the intensity seems to level up the whole court. You know, I play mm-hmm. with this one guy that's so intense, super nice guy. But like when we're out there, it's very intense and focused. And I just get better. Like yeah. I'm just dialed in in a way that sometimes when I play rec play with just whoever, they joke, they laugh, they, you know, it's not the same feel. Yeah. Well, that's why when Riley and I play, we actually prefer to play kind of against each other because like you said when you play with your friends it's easy to make jokes and kind of take it lightly and you know if we only play you know once twice maybe three times a week we really want to like take every second to that or you know use that so as do our you full each advantage. grab someone or are you saying skinny singles, uh, skinny or singles just yeah. drilling back and forth a lot of times yeah. we'll just do like whoever misses a dink first you know has to jump in the pool first you know just stupid stuff that we do and um for us it really works and and we feel like we get a lot out of it even if we don't drill five or six you know days a week if we can drill a couple times and make it really worthwhile then i think that's just quality as beneficial. over quantity yeah mm-hmm. exactly <laughs> yes 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 you mentioned i mean i can't leave this line out there you mentioned a six month old at home that yeah. one congratulations Thank that's super you. exciting tell us tell us yeah well actually i was telling people uh, i actually missed her six month birthday yesterday um, it's okay. So I, it's not a real birthday. Yeah. Well, I know. I, I, I got the mom guilt for once. Um, but it's really, really good. Her name's Cora. Uh, she was born um, October 24, 2020. 
Um, and in the middle of just, a pandemic. Yeah, kind of scary, but <laughs> You're it, it, all it all worked once. out. Yeah, I mean, I got married and had a kid in 2020. So, um, yeah, it's been a really good year for me. I absolutely love it. Um, she's the cutest little thing on the planet. Um, and I'm hoping, you know, she'll take after her mom, not her dad, and be super athletic um, and like playing sports and like, you know, learn how to walk on the tennis court or whatever, um, you know, that sort of thing. But uh, it's been really, really fun. And that's why I'm kind of trying to limit my travel to the, kind of the West Coast just because, you know, I know they grow up so fast and I'm trying to be there as much as I can for her. And, um, you know, my husband, John, is pulling the dad duty for this whole week while I'm gone. So it's probably not fair to him. So I'm going to try to rush back on Tuesday as soon as I can and see her. But totally life is it. good. Yeah. <laughs> big, big shout, John. Thanks. For yes. That. Thank you, John. Yeah. That's Jerry awesome. Queen Blizzard on me. Yep. For sure. I think, you know, if I'm gone, like this time I'm gone for like six or seven days, you know, I'll come home and then it'll be kind of my turn to kick into high gear. Yeah. Let him go play some rounds of golf. Um, you know, let him do his thing for sure. But definitely takes you know a team to make it work and um you know riley will hopefully be able to babysit when he gets back into town and i have sisters in town who are really really good about helping uh watch cora as well so oh so um, there's more of you in the phoenix area yeah we actually have two sisters um Haley and carly who live in phoenix area and then our brother cody who i was talking about earlier oh, being yeah. the pickleball player is actually thinking about moving in the fall so five of seven five in arizona, seven in arizona. we'll start hosting newman pickleball tournaments mm-hmm. and all that fun stuff so yeah that sounds really fun mm-hmm. yeah really really fun Excellent. okay We're so done. looking at this coming year you know with tournaments are there any specific ones i know you're hosting one in november you said any other ones you're really excited about or focused on um i think my my favorite tournament by far is nationals. Um, I'm going to be there too. Yes. It's, I was telling I be watching. Yes. Cheering. I was telling a few other people how nationals is like just absolutely top notch in every single aspect. Um, tournament wise, like the bathrooms for me, bathrooms are really important. You know, a lot of times at these tournaments you're in like porta potties and all that stuff. So <laughs> this one has really good bathrooms. Um, there's stadium style seating on every single court from, court one to 60. Um, wow. the venue is just pristine. The courts are in nearly perfect condition. Mm-hmm. Um, they do a really good job just running the tournament and it's kind of spaced out. So you're not like up in everyone's grill all the time. So I think for me, nationals would be the tournament I'm looking forward yeah, to. Yeah. I think, uh, I would definitely add to that point too, is that's where they host the Indian Wells tennis tournament. It's the same venue. So right. growing up, we would go there and watch professional tennis tournaments. I was wondering the if same you guys spot. had played tennis there. Yeah. Uh, we never played no. there, but we've watched the, the highest okay. level players play there. Cool. So that's definitely number one. I think we played one in 2019. It was in Vail, Colorado. Oh. That was definitely probably one of the, the most like scenic cities we've ever been to. We've, we played that one. We actually took gold on that one. Um, Vail, Colorado is super, super nice. Kind of a smaller local tournament, but again, like epic views and it was very really really nice yeah we would, so kind of our goal when we make our tournament schedule um in addition to looking at the prize money because that's definitely important for us is trying to find spots that we've kind of always wanted to go to yeah. but just have or never, never gone so we were talking you know we mm. talked about getting like a map and then sticking pins in the places that we've been to and then trying to find the spots that we haven't and we both agreed that we've never been to montana and we would love to go to montana sometime in like the summer so mm-hmm. Alert, um, alert Newman fans. Yes, yes. Any <laughs> Montana attention. peeps, hook us up. Um, we would love to go out there and, and find a tournament or even like a camper clinic to do out there. And uh, So, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Well, we always like to give our guests the opportunity to do a shout out, sponsors, oh. friends, family, supporters, wow. all that stuff. Well, you guys, I think, so I think first of all, there's got to be, I mean, we got to thank our family. I think that's goes okay. without saying that's probably number one. So that would be okay. our dad, you know, Mom, Mike, dad. Pam, Jenny, Katie, um, Haley, Carly, Cody. Mm-hmm. We got to thank uh, them. They're always watching, supporting, you know, yeah. um, on the feeds, on the live feeds, they're always commenting. Yeah. Good job. Yeah, I think the person who brought us out here would be Susie, Susie Burton. We'd yep. like to say thank you to her. Um, Michael Porter is another guy from Missouri that we'd like to probably say thank you to as well. I think how well. we really got into pickleball was a guy named Mark Cook. He's from the Seattle area. Mm-hmm. He was actually our referee boss for basketball, and he was one that got us into pickleball. He knew that we 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 played college tennis, and we would like he was like you you know you want to play some pickleball. And we're thinking, you know, no, it's for old people, you know, and uh, <laughs> thinking that, you know, I didn't really like it personally. And like when I played PE in middle school, I thought it was kind of a joke. Um, <laughs> and then now, you know, three days later, we entered into our tournament with Mark Cook and we ended up winning the pro division. Um, and then we just took off from there. But thank you, Mark Cook, for introducing yeah. the sport to us. Um, thank you to all the fans that have really uh, supported us for all sure. those tournaments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We hear you loud and proud. <laughs> so keep that up. And then I guess our sponsors, so Selkirk. Takea, Babolat. Acacia um, shoes. Yeah. But Takea, it's super cool. We got our own Newman pickleball bottles. I was staring at that earlier. That, right? uh, it's actually <laughs> being released. says uh, Newman like, pickleball. Yeah, it got released last week, and we're going to make a post on Facebook here yeah. in the coming weeks. And um, fun fact, Kendall Jenner actually bought herself a Newman pickleball. This very own Oh, I think bottle. I saw that. Somewhere. Yeah. You guys posted We thought posted. it was like Photoshopped. I told the Takea <laughs> owner, CEO, mm-hmm. I was like, do you Photoshop Kendall Jenner? carrying our water bottle and he was like no she, she ordered it she in our it. skew or whatever yeah. so and thank you guys for having us on thank you so oh, much gosh. thank you for letting us explore the the homemade lake yeah. what you call it homemade well, yeah mm-hmm. i don't know yeah. what the homegrown. official homegrown lake it's been very nice next time yeah. you get the, the pickleball courts out in the backyard we'll be here whether whether you invite us or not we'll be here i think pat and jay would show up oh yeah yeah for They'd sure. Little backyard for a brawl. Yeah. yeah. Game I mean, on. The entrance fee is going to be a blizzard. <laughs> so, yeah. exactly. We can do that. Yeah. Oreo or cookie dough. DQ okay. gift card on the line. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Exactly right. You make sure Jay and Pat aren't too chicken. If they aren't, we will be here. All right. Ooh. That's awesome. Challenge. We're calling you out. Challenge. Let's go. <laughs> that's awesome. Before we wrap up, you take you know, specific pleasure in whipping up on some guys. You're like, oh, I can take oh, her. Oh, I, I love her. it. Yeah. yeah. We, I think we love going to the court. And we still like to keep things pretty low-key, but we'll show up to courts. And, you know, you always see, like, the super cocky guys that are talking trash or that they'll come up and they won't know who we are, which is great. And they'll be like, hey, do you guys want to play? And we're like, okay, <laughs> sure. <laughs> yep. You asked. I would love to. Um, I love yeah. it. Okay. Up the rest of the night. Yeah. Just um, like, oh, shucks. I'll try this. Yeah. I've yeah. never yeah. played yeah, first, before. First week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, make them pee then they, a little. Then, in then when your name's on the paddle, then they're like, "Oh, okay, you might be yeah. kind of good." Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh. oh, so yeah. I will also shout out I Pickle Nation yeah. because they're run by Kansas City Sports, which traditionally ran youth baseball, but they're now branching into pickleball, and they provide all kinds of organized events all over the city where people can compete in a series. They keep track of stats. They can win entry into tournaments, and it's just another way to add to that competition level. Yeah, that's Jeremy. Thank you. Uh, yes. When you guys hear this, it'll sound great, and that's <laughs> specifically because of that guy. He's going to edit out me almost spilling my wine glass okay. there. Um, <laughs> yeah. He's going to 
Oh, uh, one more shout out. Oh, um, yep. I'm a Gearbox player. Oh, yes. Oh. And we're also going to give away, are we, a Gearbox bag this oh, time. Oh, yeah, they Jeez. sent you a bag. Yeah. yeah, they sent some stuff for our podcast. Are you trying to make our too. hat look bad? No. Right, she's trying to outstage wow. no. bag. No. How tacky. Trying all. to make our hat look bad. Okay. <laughs> we always well. do. We always do two prizes. We do two. Yeah, oh, we do two okay, prizes. okay, okay, yeah. fine. So exactly. other people have had Gearbox thrown in their mix. Too. Oh, yeah. So don't, don't okay. fail. Enjoy the Lots of prizes. Sure. Wow. Okay. No. Well, thank you both so much for yes. coming. Uh, you, I'll see you at the clinic. Absolutely. You'll be there tomorrow too, right? Yeah, Catherine? I'm doing the 11. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Okay. So we'll see you bright we'll work and early. Work you guys later. hard. No, uh, no softies over <laughs> Bring there. Bring it on. Nope. Thank you again, on. guys. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Jeremy. Take us home with some music.